0: Well, before the homily, so listen, if you, if you hear during the Mass some rumblings, right? Um, you might think it's the weather. It's actually not. Um, in between Masses, I had a big breakfast, and it's just not sitting well with me. <laughs> so. Our readings um, repeat an old theme regarding the human condition. Some theologians argue that, The most devastating effect of original sin was that it left humans convinced that they are so much more self-sustaining than we really are. Excuse me. (laughs) Every generation thinks it possesses um, that it's advanced, you know, that the generation that we're in is better and knows more than the previous generation and so on. And, and, and small things, big things, final answers to the questions of life and better, more efficient ways to find happiness. Gen- new generations come and sometimes do improve on the past. But often notions taken once as state-of-the-art are considered as old-fashioned as a steam engine is regarded today. And it's true. When it comes to technological innovations and other progress, that have been designed to make our lives easier, quicker, and more fulfilling, we have had some, some success. And yet there are those things that are tried and true. Things like the way that we take in information and learn, the way that we get to know other people and build relationships, and the way we find peace and happiness. Since my arrival here at in 2017, that's what we've been working toward getting back to the tried and true, stripping away things that don't tie to or flat out direct our direct distractions from our mission of making disciples and disciple makers. We're doing this across the parish. And now we're taking an especially big leap to implement this into our school with the classical Catholic education model and getting back to an unapologetic Catholic and Christian culture. And not just for our children, but for our parents, for them as husband and wife, for families, for teachers, for administrators, for your priests. So a question might be, as you're sitting here today, How does all this apply to you? To get to that, we have to listen to how Jesus responded to the Pharisees in today's gospel. When they ask why his disciples were not following the traditions of purification before meals, Jesus turns the tables on the Pharisees, the religious leaders of the day, and he says, This people pays me lip service but their heart is far from me. What does a hard, honest look at this response stir inside of each of you? Do you pay God lip service while your heart is far from him? You're here. And thank you. Thank you for making God a priority on this Sabbath. But I wonder, did you get a little uneasy just now in your pew for a moment when you heard Jesus' words? Is there a tugging at your heart that says, maybe you're just going through the motions, hoping to find happiness, lasting happiness, but you keep missing the mark? If so, if you felt that, that's good. That's actually good. That's the Holy Spirit prompting you to make a change. He's calling you to come closer to him and to live the life he so deeply desires for you. If you had no feeling at all, I would be concerned. Our parish theme for this year is one simple but powerful statement of truth. Be who God meant you to be, and you will set the world on fire. This comes from one of my favorite saints, St. Catherine of Siena, in the 14th century. She lived her life steeped in God, receiving the Eucharist every day, praying every day, Studying and praying with the scriptures throughout her life. And and in a community among other Christians who shared her beliefs and values and practices, forming friendships with them. Then, then, going out into the world around her and evangelizing. Leading others back to Christ or deeper into Christ. Reforming the church at that time, which was desperate. The church and society was desperate in the 14th century for reformation and helping people in need. Literally by living her life close to God and other people who knew her and loved and, and knew and loved and pursued God with her, St. Catherine became who God meant her to be, a disciple of Jesus Christ. And she set the world on fire. This is possible for you for each of you, for me and for all of us here at St. Francis Parish and for what we're about to begin in the school. You only need to be who God meant you to be and you will set the world on fire. Through this theme, Everything that we'll be offering as opportunities for your spiritual growth this year are geared to help you become who God meant you to be so that you can set the world on fire. So I ask you now to take a look at the end of your pew, and you will find this brochure. Please pass it down to everyone in your pews. And also, you'll see this commitment card. Make sure everyone in your pews get both. The stewardship of time, commitment form, and our brochure for this year. As you're looking through it, I won't read the brochure in its entirety to you. You can thank my parish leadership team for telling me not to do that. But I will point out a few of the most important options for you to consider. So first for adults, Alpha and Alpha Marriage. They're two separate programs. Alpha is for individuals, or certainly you can do it as a family too. But then Alpha Marriage is just for married couples. Over 800 adults have already experienced Alpha at our parish. If you have attended, you know how it has impacted your faith in our parish. And you know, too, how it's led you to go deeper into more and other offerings in our parish. It has changed our culture as a parish to be even more invitational, more welcoming, offering radical hospitality and create an open dialogue about faith and beliefs in an environment where everyone feels safe. If you haven't experienced Alpha, this is the place to start. Thrive groups. This is new this year. You know, for the last four years, we've been creating groups within the parish that meet on the parish grounds. Now, now, Thrive groups are small home groups gathering together. Where individuals and families connect monthly to share faith, build community, and become a family of families who love and support each other. These will strengthen your family and our parish family. And there's the sky's the limit as far as the variety that can be. We just launched one last week. Got um, 15 couples, 30 people, and a couples uh, thrive group that will break down into three different thrive groups. You'll be hearing more about it. If you want to start one, just call us. We'll help you start. We have tons of resources to get you going. Retreats. You may recall our Disciple Maker Index, It was a survey that our bishop asked all the parishes to take as part of the real presence, real future, long-range strategic planning. And one of the things that it revealed is the need for more retreats in our parish. So this actually comes from you. So we're making a wider breadth of retreat opportunities available for men, women, families. We'll have our first family retreat this year. And the whole range from youth through adults. We bet you can find at least one here and commit your time to make it happen for you and bless your family. And for our youth, Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. It's already in our school with the lower grades. Now it's going to be available at this Mass. So it's new this year for kids three through six. Three years old, that is, to six years old. It's offered during the 11 a.m. Mass for kids to grow in faith while their parents attend Mass. Kids join parents after the liturgy of the word is complete and before the liturgy of the Eucharist begins so that they can worship God as a family in the Eucharist. That means after the homily, the creed, and the prayers of the faithful, the kids will come back into the church for the sacrament of the Eucharist to celebrate as a family. Dead theologian society. We are bringing DTS, Dead Theologian Society, back to St. Francis. This ministry invites teenagers to explore the lives of the saints and recognize the role of heroic virtue in relationship with Jesus and other people in our society. This ministry actually began here at St. Francis in 1997 and has been all around the United States. And we're excited to revive it here thanks to Molly, our our youth minister, our high school and young adult youth minister. And we'll be meeting on Wednesday nights. Blaze Bible study for middle school girls. This is new too. This study was created to counteract the way society drives girls to question their true worth and beauty. And at such a young age now, helping to replace lies with truth and strengthen girls from the inside out via scripture-based learning and Christian friendship. There are a bunch more opportunities to grow your relationship with Christ here at St. Francis in group settings where you will develop and mature your faith over time. Bible studies, Lexio Divina, Walking with Purpose, That Man is You, ask groups for those who are, are more mature adults or groups who have experienced divorce, have lost a loved one, middle school and high school youth groups, young adult groups for men and women, and the list goes on. Plus, we're offering many one-time events to grow your faith such as our annual parish mission, which will be in October. We're bringing back, starting in September, a monthly Eucharistic adoration service, a communal service. And then, as I mentioned, a family retreat will be in January. Women's retreats and conferences, men's retreats and conferences and workshops, and workshops like how to evangelize other people in a hostile culture, which I'll talk about at the end of Mass. Friends, friends, We are so blessed here at St. Francis. I don't know if you know that. Like, as a priest, I'm involved with the diocesan planning for um, all of us priests are involved with And and you will be involved with it, too, in November when you have a chance to weigh in on all of what uh, the bishop is presenting for all of our parishes and all of our schools. So I've seen a lot of the reports in other parishes, and they're not doing anywhere near, unfortunately, anywhere near what we're offering to grow in our faith as there are just These are just a few I'd mention of the many grace-filled offerings we have available to us to encounter Christ together, to grow our relationships with Jesus, to become more filled with his Holy Spirit, know our identity, dignity, and worth as sons and daughters of God, and be who God meant us to be so we can set the world on fire And not just the world, like the greater world, like the world of your families and your friends and your co-workers and your neighbors. So, please take some time to go over the next two weeks. Take this home with you. The next two weeks to review and please actually pray about, ask God, pray about how you will best steward the precious time that God has given you in this life. And then where you will commit to at least one, at least one ongoing faith formation opportunity and at least one, one event, you know, like a retreat or a workshop. Then two weeks from now, so not next weekend, but the following weekend, the weekend of September 11th and 12th, come back to the parish and bring with you this form. This is the stewardship of time commitment form. You'll give us your name, your contact information, and the group, the, ex- the offering you wanna be involved with, whether it's a ongoing or a one-time event. You'll let us know if you're interested in it, or if you're already active in it, just you know, re-up for it, say, yeah, I'm gonna do it again, or just remove you from the mailing list from that particular group because you've moved on to something else. Now, I just wanna point out, this is not your registration for all the things you're hearing today and the weeks that will follow. You'll do that separately. This is not your commitment to the parish. This is your commitment to God. This is your commitment to God. This is you saying to God, this is what I'm going to do to grow my faith and the faith of my family. And so what you'll do two weeks from now is you'll come to Mass, and after the homily, you'll come up the steps, and then we'll have a big bend here and you'll lay your commitment at the foot of the altar before Christ comes to us, changing the bread and wine in his body, blood, soul, and divinity. And he will take that commitment up to his Father. He'll take all of our prayer intentions up to him. Do this for you. Do this for your loved ones. Do this for our parish and our schools. Do this to help inspire and show others that you're serious about becoming who God meant you to be and to show yourself that you're serious. Do this so God can help you set the world on fire through you.